It's Jasmine Elizabeth with the Jazz Jewel of the Week, your weekly reminder that God is within you and you will not fail. Thank you for joining us. We wouldn't have it any other way. Hey now, hey y'all. I hope you guys are having an amazing start to your week, an amazing start to your day. It is Monday, so happy Monday to all of you all. Thank you for tuning in on your um, perspective platforms, whether it be iTunes or Spotify, the website, however you tune in. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Um, As you know, I am Jasmine Elizabeth, Life and Accountability Coach. Um, so it is currently 12, 10 a.m. on October 15th, and I am preparing to catch a flight in literally four hours. And I am catching a flight to Chicago so that I can take my son to go watch the Packers play the Jets in Wisconsin. Like, who flies to Wisconsin? I've never even thought about being in Wisconsin or going to Wisconsin or anything like that. However, uh, my baby boy is turning 10 on Sunday the 16th and he's a Packers fan and he wanted to bring his 10th birthday in at the stadium watching the game. So what Papa wants, in most cases, Papa gets, but it is blowing my mind that my son will be 10, 10, a whole um, decade on October 16th at 6.34 a.m. is when he um, trend, like when he arrived on this side. <clears throat> and I'm so, so, so grateful for him. But when I just sit back and reflect on this life and this journey and the fact that I've been raising a whole nother human for the last 10 years, and you guys know that I'm an open book about my story. I didn't actually start appreciating being a mother or... Um, adapt to being a mother until my son was like six. So like um, the first five or five years of his life were very, very cloudy. I um, struggled tremendously from postpartum depression and just from a lot of different things. And it was crazy because I went from depression to um, encountering a major, major um I won't even say an accident. I would just say like a divine way that God moves. So I graduated with my master's and then the very next day I lost the ability to walk. So like the whole, my whole bottom lower body, I couldn't move. And what happened was, is I had, um, a bone in my lower back. So when I got an epidural, um, it really, um, messed up my my spine and so what happened was a little 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 piece of bone chipped and blocked my nerve canal and so I couldn't move so I had absolutely no ability to use my lower body and so I had to get surgery and I had to learn how to rewalk and I had to do all of these things while raising my son so I went from having my baby to going through depression to now I can't walk and now I'm figuring out how to um, reacclimate myself and that's what actually led me back to Colorado was I needed the support and I needed the family help um, with my baby Um, his dad is active but he owns a restaurant so he works like literally 80 to 100 hours a week so he wasn't able to be physically present with me um, at a time when I needed um, someone to be with me physically. So that made me journey back to Colorado. And so we moved back to Colorado in October of 2016. And so 
Um, next week will be officially six years that we've been back in Colorado. And I can honestly say that it wasn't until like maybe a year into my transition back into Colorado that I actually got acclimated and accepted this uh, fact that like I'm a whole mother and like I have a child that is my responsibility. But what we don't realize um as women and what we don't give ourselves grace for is like we're actually healing our own childhood trauma while trying to raise another human being. And a lot of times our trauma doesn't come up until we're actually an adult or actually raising another person. And so um, I just encourage you to be gentle with yourself, to be gracious with yourself. And if you're in a position where you may not have the greatest example of what a mother and or father looks like, like there's no um, blueprint, right? There's no guidebook. There's no anything that tells us how to do this. And if you um, grew up in a dysfunctional home, which is most of us, probably like all of us, um, then you have to relearn and unlearn a lot of things while you're um, parenting someone else. And so that has been my journey of learning, unlearning, depression, learning how to walk again, um, all of those things. But we're here. And I'm so, 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 so grateful to be at a place where I recognize and respect my son as an individual. And I recognize that he is really his own person. And so my job is to support and to nurture and to love him into being the person that he wants to be and not necessarily the person that I um, that I would try to force him to be. Because we all have these um, preconceived notions of what we want our children to be or do or partake in. But we have to also honor the fact that our children are whole humans, like they're little beings. They have their own mind, their own thought. And if we want to be spiritual and technical, they really have their own purpose. Like God divinely sent them here for something. And it may not necessarily be for you. Um, You may have just been the portal that God allowed um, life to pass through. So don't think because you had your child that it's your responsibility to dictate the purpose and the calling for your child's life because it's not. Um, God created your child with purpose outside of you. And so we have to allow them to understand and flourish who they're supposed to be. And we're just... um responsible members to help oversee the process, right? And so now that I understand that, it takes a lot of pressure off appearancing. It takes a lot of pressure off of motherhood because I don't have to get it right. I don't have to be perfect. In fact, I'm learning that I can um, share my story and my testimony with my son age appropriately, of course. Like I can't tell him all my business because that's just too much and you don't want to overexpose your children but we're able to have healthy dialogue and conversation about where I am, like that I'm a mother, that I'm in school, that I'm wearing a lot of different hats and how that plays into our interactions every day and how that um, plays into how we communicate and interact. Um, because it has definitely been a journey. I've been um, healing and I encourage everyone to go to therapy. Like my therapist um, has been so influential and so helpful in um, my parenting and how I communicate with my child, how I talk, 
um, the things that we do, how we set boundaries. And so if you aren't sure of how to do it, um, always seek help, like seek a third party, seek um, a therapist, seek um, counseling. If you're in church, are you involved in a spiritual place? Um, ask your leaders, ask your healers, how can you um, incorporate um, different practices to create the best space for your child? Um, but don't do it alone. Like I think that's where we struggle because we have this, I'm a strong woman, um, mentality where we think we have to do it all, where we have to know how to be a mother. And if you're type A like me, oh my God, you have to be excellent at everything. So it doesn't matter. You've never been a mom before. You're going to be the perfect mom out the gate and no one can tell you anything. And let me tell you, honey, that is so toxic. It's toxic for you and it's toxic for your children. Allow someone to help you. Allow your village to come in to help you. And no, they may not agree on what type of juice you should be drinking or not drinking. But when you have someone in your circle who wants to support you and be in the village for you, allow them to do and be that because you need it for your own sanity and for your own space. And that's at every age. That's not just at the newborn age. My son is 10. Well, he'll be 10 right now. I mean, on the 16th. And I'm continuously always actively building a community for him because I recognize that, um, one of my healers, one of my friends, um, you the best, she told me that every child needs two adults at least. So every child deserves two adults. So um, you and your you and your significant other, if you're raising your child by your by yourself, then they need another adult, whether it's a mentor, whether it's an uncle, auntie or cousin, but they um, need it for their own personal development. So not only is it harmful to you to do it by yourself, but it's harmful to your children for you to attempt to do it by yourself. So take the humble pill like I've had to do. Reach out to people, not just anyone. Um, vet them, make sure that they're safe. Make sure that they have the same principles as you. And then allow your children to be comfortable with other adults that you trust. But understand um, motherhood, this thing is definitely a journey and by no means do I have it right at all. Like I said, I just got into it, um, into the swing of this thing, like within the last four years or so, my son was six. Yeah, I'd say around six that it actually became comfortable for me. And I actually accepted and embraced the fact that I am a mother. Um, and so this has been 10 years in the making. My baby, 10 years in the making. The collective, 10 years in the making. And so when I say the collective, I'm talking about um, mamas who hustle the collective. Um, as you know, um, I lost one of my closest friends last year, September. And our last conversation was literally me expressing to her that I wanted to um relinquish my parental rights for my children because I just didn't have the capacity or the headspace or emotional space to do any of these things. And so she loved on me so much. Um, and I'm kind of sad that that was our last conversation. I wish it was a little bit happier, but I talk to her all the time, even though she's no longer on this side. But in the physical, um, I just wish it was different. <clears throat> but nevertheless, um, we... She poured into me 
And there were so many other women who just divinely found themselves in my life at that time. And they poured into me and they allowed me to grieve and they allowed me to be ugly and they allowed me to fill out my feelings about these things. And um, I remember I put a post on social media about it and I had so many women in my inbox and on my comments just really um, expressing that they shared the same sentiment that they didn't know if they wanted to be a mother or they were overwhelmed by being a mother or at any point they could neglect their children or just so many different levels of heaviness that were being um, shared with me. And so um at first, I was very ashamed because those closest to me um, were very mean in their responses, like my family members and um, even my children's dad. Like, he still tries to use it against me, like, oh, I'm going to go get custody of our daughter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. But it, um, we literally need a safe space to be able to um, share that we don't have it all together, that we are struggling with being a mother and a business owner and a wife and a this and a that and a this and a that and a this and a that. Like we need space to be able to express these things because that's how women snap. That's how people, women end up drowning their babies and driving off cliffs with their babies. And we don't want to necessarily say that we can empathize with those situations. But if we're being honest, we can 100% empathize with those situations. And so that's why I created The Collective, a space for women who are more than mothers, a space where we can actually celebrate with one another, share our fears, our concerns, but we can come holistically with all the portions that we are because we have to recognize that we as women and as mothers we're not monolithic there are some women who are 100 percent committed to motherhood to their home that's what makes them happy they don't need a job they don't need anything outside of their children and i admire and i respect that and then there's women who don't want kids at all they have no desire for a child they want to live their life have peace in how they see fit to be able to move. There's children who, I mean, there's women who want to adopt. There's women who want to do, who, who want to have all the babies, but still be an active working woman. So we're not monolithic. We don't all want the same thing. We don't all experience and encounter motherhood in the same way. And we as women have to set the expectation and the um, standard for that being okay. Because we've allowed society and culture to put these preconceived notions and expectations and stereotypes upon us. And every day we're killing ourselves to try to meet these expectations that don't necessarily serve us. So the collective is a space where we can let go of those stereotypes. We can let go of those hard expectations that aren't beneficial to anyone. And we can actually begin to heal and align with who we are. A lot of times we're busy going, going, doing, doing, because we don't want to sit with ourselves and our reality. And I know because I've been there, I really a hundred percent believe that, um, that's why I say it was divine that me losing, um, the use of my lower body is literally what shifted me exactly into where I wanted to be. But I literally had to sit from May to October. Like, 
I literally couldn't move. I moved in with one of my friends in Massachusetts. Her, um, her basement was like a whole studio apartment. So she let me and my son stay there and we stayed there from May until October until we moved in Massachusetts. I mean, moved back to Colorado. So from May to October, all I could literally do was sit with myself and it was not comfortable. It was not pretty, but it started a journey and a process of healing and aligning And here we are six years later, as you see, it's not a quick process. And I'm actually beginning to see the light. I'm at peace and peace feels good. Um, If you're like me, you're so used to drama and trauma and um, just the noise that peace is foreign and sometimes uncomfortable. But I'm so grateful that I'm now at a place of peace where I prefer peace. If it's not peaceful, if it doesn't align with purpose, then I don't need it. And I'm grateful, so grateful to God for every trial and tribulation that um, he allowed me to encounter because I'm okay with healing out loud so that you don't have to suffer in silence. And sometimes people say, Jazz, you talk too much. You tell too much of your business. But that's because I know that God is so divine and so powerful and so real that if I didn't tell my story, you wouldn't believe it. And if I didn't give you the insight, you wouldn't fully understand why I'm so free and why I'm so liberated and why I know abundance is my birthright and why I know that God is for me because he shows me every single day. So I am so grateful for these last 10 years, the 10 years in the making of my son, the healing process, the collective all these things that happened and it was so divine. Definitely not pretty, definitely not um, the most comfortable, a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, a lot of purging, a lot of healing, but I'm so grateful to be on the other side and I'm so grateful for my son and his life and the impact that he's had on so many and the impact that he will continue to have on so many So um, check out my stories all weekend. We'll be sharing pictures from the airport and the stadium. I didn't know Lambeau Field was like the shit in terms of fields for like the NFL. It's a real big deal. So we'll be sharing pictures from that and just the whole story and everything. So make sure you tune in for that. And again, if you're in the area, um, we have father-daughter occasion coming up on September. Saturday, October 29th from 2 to 5. It's going to be a really dope time. Shout out to the Crowley Foundation for sponsoring. Shout out to the Drop um, Drop 104.7. If you live in Denver, you can listen to the radio station and um, listen for your chance to win tickets. Um, What else do I have for you? Oh, yeah. And then I have the collective. So we're launching the collective. And what that is, is it's um, a safe space, a sharing group for women. We're only um, taking... 12 women for the first um, cohort. It'll run from January to March. 
all information and calendar information is on my website. So check it out, jasminelizabethinc.com and sign up for um, Mamas Who Hustle. As you know, we'll be doing the annual trip. So we'll go away internationally and nationally. You'll have access to different coaching opportunities, um, different facilitators, different resources, and just the community to help you build, love, and grow as you recognize that you are a woman who is more than a mother. So thank you so much for being with me, tuning in and listening. Um, I hope you guys have a blessed and prosperous week. Don't forget to check out my website, jasminelizabeth.com. Um, follow me on Instagram, jasminelizabethinc, so you can see the stories and conversations and all the fun things that'll take place over this weekend as we celebrate my son's 10th birthday. And I will talk to you all next week. Love you. And that was the Jazz Jewel of the Week. Be sure to subscribe on all your streaming platforms and catch us on Facebook at Jasmine Elizabeth, Instagram at Jasmine Elizabeth Inc. And on YouTube, Jasmine Elizabeth, as you know. For more information for coaching or event curation, please visit my website, jasminelizabethinc.com. And I will talk to you next week. Sending you peace, love, and blessings.